Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Sweden-based multi-award-winning jazz saxophonist Claus Lindquist. He reached out to the show and talked at length about his new 2023 CD, Alternative Source of Energy, done with his non-ed. The album will be released during the Stockholm Jazz Festival in October of 2023. He has studied at the Royal College of Music in Stockholm and at the Mann's College of Music in New York City. He is a much-decorated musician with a lot to say and a grand story enjoy this interview hi claus oh there how are you good how are you i'm wonderful nice to meet you nice to meet you too good morning it is for you i guess yeah it's morning here what are you guys in the late afternoon kind of yeah four o'clock soon all right i love the future so this is this is a good place to be i love seeing what's going to happen (laughs) yes hey thank you for reaching out to the show i appreciate it thank you for you showing your interest. Yeah, I love it. I love the work. And, and I'm curious before we get into the new album, you know, yeah. we all went through quite a thing with COVID for the last three years. Yeah. How mm. did you get through it? And how good does it feel to have new material out now? Uh, what do you say? How does it feel to use it in the last? Just how does it feel to have a new album out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, COVID, uh, well, it was a very busy time for me right before. The COVID came, so right in the beginning when everything stopped, for me, it was kind of a good pause for me. It was like a good break to just settle down and calm down a little bit. And of course, I was scared. I I remember I was thinking, maybe I will never be on the stage again, like, you know, never be playing. And I was thinking all about, about all my friends and all these bands that uh, quit existing and, and all these mails that I got about it. Um but, you know, then the fall came and it kind of opened in Sweden, at least, or actually Europe. I did a U- European tour, like Austria, Hungary. I think we were in Germany as well uh, for for two weeks in in August 2020, that was. Yeah. So in a way, that made me feel that, you know, it will come back. So I, I just waited it out, kind of. And I think that different parts of the world dealt with it differently, um yeah how much was sweden locked down how did that how, how did you live through it so sweden wasn't it was one of those countries i think that didn't have much lockdown like not we were not forced to stay indoors and all these things it was more like recommendations and i i know it was like a big uh, discussion going on about this in, in the rest of europe and also the whole world like these crazy swedes you know um, we, I don't know if that was the right thing or not, because we had a really, um, many people died in COVID, especially in the beginning, like April 2020, many people died in Sweden from COVID. Um, but, um, also for the, for the, for the people in Sweden, I think we, it was good that we were not forced to stay indoors for yeah. those two, for first months. I think you did it right. I've always had a high level of respect respect for Sweden. I think your instant your logic is always, I think, really sound. And I mean, your crime rates are low. There's so many statistics that are Mm. positive about what you do. And at Mm. the end of the day, in America, we were told early on everybody's probably going to get it, which means there's going to be an immunity. So there you go. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> so, all got it. 
Yeah, right. So yeah. the brand new album with your non-ad is called Alternative Source of Energy. What went into this album? What was kind of the idea behind it? So uh, the idea about this album, the band has been around for 15 years. We made three albums. Uh, one, The first one was a studio album. The second was more like a, a live album. And this third one came like after eight years of uh, not making any albums or something. Maybe it was even 10 years. And uh, so this is kind of what... What I have been writing for this band lately, we didn't play that much for, for some years. Of course, not during the COVID. Of course, we didn't play during the COVID. But even before that, the band was kind of, you know, resting. We did like one or two gigs a year in Stockholm, mainly. Not, not doing much of traveling, traveling or anything. So, so this uh, idea about it was that, like, this is a really good band. We should record this. And the music is there. And actually, we have more music that is not on the album that is recorded as well. So I gathered the band. They are kind of busy guys. This this band, it's kind of tough to 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 to, have, to meet and play. Uh, but we, I managed to to gather the band in January. We made two days, very uh, intense recording. Yeah. And uh, so this is the album I have it here. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. In the title, I don't know, like, uh, I have the ba bass player, he's American, he says, like, no, man, that, it doesn't sound like a jazz album. <laughs> Alternative <laughs> source of energy. And maybe it's not, I don't, I don't know, it's, uh, it's, um, it's about, uh, this song, the second song is called Thorium, and it's about, uh, future energy, and also I think uh, the music is lots of energy in it. Of course, when you gather nine people playing together, lots yeah. of energy is going on, so. Yeah. So what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? Well, I hope they hear something new in the music. Like, uh, I hope they hear it's fresh in a way, uh, but also some tradition in it. Of course, uh, um, it, it's not groundbreaking in, in, the, in the, how do you say that, in the style. Uh, but still, I want it to be fresh and, and you should feel good listening to it and you should be um, engaged in engaged in the music like you, you will you will want to follow it and hear what's going on. So how did the band come together? How did all this begin? Well, it began. I moved to Stockholm. It's 20 years ago now. And I finished my um, uh, I had composition as my major at the um, uh, Academy of Music here in Stockholm. So uh, I really felt like to, you know, write music for this uh, uh, Nonet. Actually, I heard this Lee Konitz Nonet. That's how it started, like the thinking of the, the six horns and, and three rhythm section. That's from a Lee Konitz album that I listened to a lot. And I really hear, heard how how much you can do with this uh, this lineup and it never tends to get this heavy as a big band. You know, heavy, the big band is kind of like too heavy sometimes, you know. But it's still six horns. You can really make it sound massive. And still you have this kind of, it's like a sports car in a way. So yeah. so, so I, I picked up this band. It was really uh, carefully um, how I picked up the member, how I picked the members of the band. Uh, 
not only not only people that I love to listen to, also people that I felt uh, could contribute with something on his own uh, in the band. You know, if like the two, two trumpet players I have, it's it's Carl. He's is a really direct kind of playing, um, very technical, also brilliant. And then we have Nils. He's more of a thinker when he's playing. And, and that's a good combination to think like that when you when you put to, put together a band, I think. So talk to me a little bit about the first live show that you ever saw that made you want to become a musician. That's hard. That's a hard uh, question because, you know, I've been listening so much to music in all different kinds of styles. The first show, I heard the Count Basie band when I was like 12. Okay. I think I was around 12. My dad brought me... Uh, to hear the Count Basie band live outside uh, Gothenburg, where I where I was brought up, that's on the west coast of Sweden. Yeah, and that was amazing. Yeah, really amazing to hear such a yeah. band. I heard the Lionel Hampton big band also. Wow, also really clearly how that was to hear too. Yeah, yeah, uh, more like big musical uh, experiences for me live in the early time i would say like joe savinal i heard many times like his syndicate band i heard it many times and it was um, very inspiring to hear yeah yeah so what is it that you like the best about being a professional musician i'm free i feel free in my in my job like other people i talk to you know doctors or whatever they are they're doing a good job, but I, I'm doing a good job and I, I'm free also. I'm totally free and I can kind of choose sometimes what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. So non-ads aren't regular jazz. It, it's not something that's... Po- it, there's not a lot of large bands out there. No. Why does this band work so well? What is it about it? You've been together for 15 years. What works so well about you guys together? Well, I think it's well assembled. Can you say that? Uh, like, yeah. well, well put together. Yeah. The things I was talking about, different personalities, and they, uh, uh, we, we become strong together, I think. And maybe also Sweden has a tradition of ensemble playing that I think is more or less unique, at least in Europe. So I've heard at least. Uh, yeah. We have a big band tradition, an orchestra tradition here in Sweden, maybe also Norway, and that is not that established in, in the rest of Europe. Um, so also that, the, these are really good ensemble players. They read good and they play in tune and tight and good. So, um, yes. So I know that Europeans embrace jazz differently than America. How strong is jazz in Sweden? That, that's a good question. I think Sweden stands out a little bit, maybe because, uh, you know, uh, we were not busy in the Second World War in the 40s. And I, I don't, maybe it's not, that's nothing to be proud of, but anyway, we were out of it. Sure. So, uh, so jazz was early established here and also, uh, very strongly established here. Um, um, maybe we were like 10 years after America in jazz. 
in a way. We were, of course, later, and maybe the rest of Europe was like 20 years after. Sure. Could be so. So, uh, so, so we have a strong tradition of jazz music, some really good uh, jazz players and composers and um, like Jan Johansson that made his own style in jazz really early on. Um, I think that stands out when it comes to Sweden. and if you should, the downside of it could be also that, uh, uh, you know, since it was established very early, jazz uh, has been like older people's music the last 20 years, maybe in Sweden. And that's maybe a difference between, uh, compared to the rest, the rest of Europe, where it's more uh, um, mixed, aged, aged listening to jazz. So, um, but there, that is also changing here in Sweden now. Like younger people are starting to listen to jazz. And when, when it comes to younger players, we have many of them here, at least in Stockholm. That's great. It's amazing, amazing how good they are here. And it's kind of the same thing in America. And I, I think it's jazz is stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. That's great. Good thing yeah. to survive. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. do you have any plans on coming to America? And um, well, I shouldn't say too much. So no, no plans yet. Okay. Okay. But I hope, I, I really hope I actually, I, I, I lived in New York for one year, uh, when I was at this school called the new school. Yeah. That was 97. So that was a long time ago, 25 years ago. Uh, so, and of course I've been to, to New York since then, but not a lot. And yeah, I wish to return. I haven't seen much of the rest of America. I've been to Minneapolis and New Orleans. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. So what was, uh, what was a show that you saw in New York that was really spectacular? Spect. Oh, yeah. Like one show. That's hard to say because I heard so much music. I, I went, I went to see shows like three times a week. I think I spent so much money in one year. <laughs> I went, I went to smalls, of course. Uh, uh, August uh, on the Upper West Side, um, but you say if you say one show that affected me, I think I th- I remember this was when Kurt Rosenwinkel just uh, came around. Yeah, so catching his catching his band uh, at at the Smalls uh, felt unique and very good. It was exciting to hear that music. I remember, but lots of other things too. If anyone out there wants to pick up the new album or find out more about the band and live shows, where's the best place mm-hmm. to go? I would say it will be out on streaming services in mid-October. Uh, and then I would say my homepage is the best way to go. Uh, and that's www.clauslindquist, as I spell it in one word, .com. Okay. Claus, thank you so much on behalf of the band for opening up talking about the music, reaching out to Neon Jazz. I love covering music from all over the globe, and I it's fascinating to hear how long um, in the whole European mix of things Sweden's been around. So thank you for exposing and, and, and illuminating that for us. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Sweden, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Claus for reaching out for his time, energy, and story. 
If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.